Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more. Here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brebeck podcast. Happy Thursday. I literally been saying it every single week, but these weeks are flying. What is happening? Um, I hope that you're all having a fantastic week. Have been enjoying the nice, crispy, uh, fallish mornings, although it's it's like 85 degrees out right now. I just took my dog for like a short little like jaunt around the block in between work meetings. And now I'm dripping sweat. So I would enjoy it if Mother Nature could like chill out for a sec. Um, but yeah, highs and lows for the week. Um, my high is that, oh, not about myself, but super exciting um, Britney Spears dad stepped down from the conservatorship and she just got engaged. So we are witnessing justice. We are witnessing happiness and love and freedom. And we love to see it. So excited to see what else is gonna, um, happen for her. I feel like a lot of stuff is going to come out once she like has time to like process um, okay. Low. Finally. Well, okay. It's a high that I finally got my IUD out. I've been talking about it. So now we are officially on the journey. I still have not read one additional page of any of the books that I purchased. So thank you for your recommendations. I will be getting to them hopefully soon. It's not enough hours in the day, guys. There is not. Um, so I got that out, but lows and trigger warning if you're like squeamish at all. It's really not that crazy, but I guess just in case. Um, so I got it out and I'm at the doctor's office. She's explaining like it's normally very simple. It is normally a much easier process to get it taken out than when you got it put in. I was like, thank God, because when I got it put in, I wanted – to like die and I almost passed out. And so she like has me sign a form just of like, you know, sometimes and the IUD is like kind of lost up in you or like it can become more of a process if like the strings aren't hanging. Um, so we go in there, just spread eagle, open wide, um, just poking around, super uncomfortable. And then she's like, okay, honey, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but the strings, I cannot see the strings. They're not there. So it's going to be a little bit more of a process. we got to figure out where it is. Um, and she was like, I actually don't have the piece of equipment that I need, so I'll be right back. So, of course, she had to, like, take the metal duck lips out. And I'm just sitting there basically naked and afraid minus like a paper dress on this table, just waiting for her to come back. 
freaking out of my head of like, shit, it's going to be like attached to my uterus and I have to get surgery. It's going to hurt so bad. So I'm like working myself up, trying to just like deep breathe and not think about it and just like manifest like, okay, it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be painless. And so she comes back, gets me back all set up, you know, feet in the stirrups, everything. And it honestly was not that bad. It took like a little bit of extra like poking and prodding, but it was just like right there and like came out with no resistance. And like that part, it like obviously it hurt. Like it's not comfortable. It's like just the weirdest internal feeling and it makes me freaking terrified to have children because like the IUD, well, when you look at it, you're like, holy crap, you just got that from where? Like, it, it does not, it pales in comparison to a child's head. But anyways, so it comes out and I'm just like, kind of like, oh my God, like a little shocked at like the, oh, there it is. And just kind of like deep breathing to like calm myself back down. I'm like, it's over. We're good. We made it. And then I sit up and I'm talking to the doctor and I definitely felt a little woozy, but it wasn't anything crazy. So I didn't like, I just was trying to like breathe through it. And next thing I know, I black out and I wake up and it was like the weirdest. I'm never, I don't think I've ever actually passed out before. So I pass out and I wake up and I have like, nurses everywhere surrounding me and I've never experienced like sleep paralysis and I know that's not what this is but that's like what all that I can like equate it to is like I was like coming to just super slowly and I almost felt like I was like like wasted like like I had been like blackout drunk or something and like literally was so disoriented had no idea where I was. I could not recall that I had just been sitting at the doctor's office. Like I was like, Oh my God, like, where am I? Who are these people? What happened? I can't even imagine. Like I have so much sympathy for people that go through like traumatic, like car accidents or like stuff like that. And then you wake up in a hospital, people that wake up from a coma. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, so I'm like freaking out. And then I finally come to and like, remember where I am and realize because all I was wearing was like the little paper, like robe gown thing that they give you. I have no underwear on. And so they have me laying back. One nurse has an ice pack behind my head. There are other nurses just like standing around. I don't even know like for backup. And then I have another nurse just lifting my legs up over my head. So like all I can related to is that like line from bridesmaids where she's like shrubby greets him at the door beaver first like that's all i could think about because no underwear the robe was like up around my belly button if not higher just saying hello to the world beaver first <laughs> so that was fun um, and then obviously like they made me lay down for a long time and I was like embarrassed and I was supposed to like go 
take photos, um, like instructor photos at the handlebar, which was like super poor planning on my part. Why would I ever agree to do something after this like mini procedure? And then like get in the car and call my boyfriend and just start bawling my eyes out. I think just because like I was like shaken up by it. Um, But like that was for sure my low because what the hell? (laughs) But I mean – it's, it's fine. It's out. I, um, downloaded the flow app and have been like trying to track, um, stuff on that to try to like figure out where in my cycle I am or like, you know, if my cycle is like naturally happening. Um, and I ordered a basal, what is it? Basal body temperature, whatever that is. Um, one of those thermometers, I haven't opened it, but I'm going to put it on my nightstand. So I'll be taking my temperature every morning. Um, yeah. Any tips? Let me know. I'll continue to like share the journey. Um, and once I kind of figure out the cycle, I'm definitely going to be trying to like exercise and eat according to my cycle. So I obviously will share that too. Um, but you know, besides this super peaceful story that I just told you, I want to just keep this week's episode super short and sweet. I feel like I have all these little like tidbits that, you know, will either come to me while I'm teaching class and it's just like an easy, like quick little motivational thing or, you know, I'm taking that manifestation course and um, different books that I'm reading and stuff. So I feel like there are these little tiny tidbits that I feel really called to and inspired by. I just found a seed from my like multigrain bread inside my bra. I had a turkey sandwich for lunch and I just was like, you know, sitting here holding my boobs. Like, what am I doing? just like itching. I don't know, but I found like a giant seed. So LOL, I'm a lady. Um, so I want to do some short, like very digestible episodes. So we're going to do it this week and we'll see how you like it. Um, so there's something that I have definitely heard before, but I think I've really been reflecting on this week or, maybe heard again this week, um, that I think is relatable no matter what your career is, what your goals are. Um, and that is to embody the future self that you want to be. So, let me ask you this. How many times have you told yourself, you know, I will wear crop tops when I reach a certain weight, or I'll finally dress in this style when I look a certain way. Or, you know, once I reach my financial goals, I'll start really uh, getting serious about financial planning or, um, when I reach a certain amount of followers, I'll start posting in a certain way and sharing 
my business or, you know, intentional content. Um, when I finally get this job, I'll start doing these things. And I think it's this crutch and these self-limiting beliefs that all of us uh, somehow catch ourselves doing, or maybe we don't catch ourselves at all, but a lot of us do it. I know I am definitely guilty of it on so many of those examples. Um, but it, when you really think about it, it is such a backwards way of attacking your goals or your dreams, or even if it's like the smallest thing, like for example, the financial piece. Now, I am by no means a financial expert. I really should hire a financial planner. Um, but I feel like this is a super pertinent example because so many of us have a weird relationship with money. And I know for myself, that relationship around it like hinders me taking actions with my financial goals. I always tell myself, and I feel like especially because I have been um, in a few different career fields and I have bopped around quite a bit in my 20s, which I think is a great thing, but it's much different than when you're on a very clear trajectory and a very steady trajectory. And I think because I started, graduated with a communication major and then moved to Boston and I made pennies on the dollar and was constantly living in fear about money. And even though now that's not the case, that relationship with money, it doesn't change that easily. And it's very, um, just deeply ingrained in people. Um, so, but if I, you know, want to reach X, Y, Z goals, you have to live in that way and embody it to get there, right? Not just wait until you reach a benchmark and then start taking things seriously. And it is the same thing with any of those examples. Like you want to launch a small business or become a content creator or maybe like launch a podcast. Don't wait until you have, you know, all these followers. How are you going to get those followers without providing value? Um, and I for sure fall in that trap. Like I feel like when I first started this podcast, I really, I let my like self-limiting beliefs and like confidence issues, imposter syndrome really hinder what I did with it because I would just always kind of act like, oh, this is just like a silly little project. Like I know it's funny that I'm trying this thing instead of like having confidence in what I was doing because I am really proud of what I've done with this since January. Um, but letting that imposter syndrome take over is only going to hinder you. But when it comes to the values, um, that's such a huge part of it. So I encourage you to maybe like grab your journal. And I think I talked about this last week of just writing down what you want your future life to be. Um, so maybe if you did that from last week, go back to that journal entry 
And then I want you to write down all of the values and beliefs that that person has. Because if you want to be that person, you have to completely embody them. It's not just like, all right, I'm going to like wake up at this time. And like, if you don't believe in it, and if you don't believe that you're worthy of it, then it probably is not going to be a sustainable change that lasts. So I encourage you to go after whatever it is that you wrote down last week when you wrote down your dream life. And I encourage you to also maybe write this down on repeat or write it down on a sticky note and slap it on your mirror so you see it, that I am worthy for my dream life. And I am worthy right now to achieve those things, to receive those things and really open up your heart and soul to it. Because kind of once you take that pressure off and just accept it, like, no, that is me and that is mine. It's just a matter of the steps in between that I have to take. Because think about when you were younger. Like for myself, I think I manifested so many things into my life that I just didn't really realize that I did because I didn't know what that meant. Um, but because when you're younger, you don't really have all of those self-limiting beliefs. The world, at least I feel like this is how I looked at it. Like a super wide eyes, so excited view of the world of like, I am going to go to college and achieve all these things, or I am going to graduate college and get this type of job. And, you know, you don't question it. You're like, no, this is what I want to do with my life. And then you just start taking the steps to get there. It's not really like a, oh, but I can't. And I could never, like, I think that when you're younger, the fear isn't in you. Um, you maybe have not had the universe like and the world push back um, on you and your dreams yet because that happens as you get older. You know, it is like a very clear shift of, all right, you start growing up. People start expecting certain things of you. And maybe if you always said you weren't going to succumb to those expectations, um, you maybe start to get jaded by the world. Maybe your ego gets louder and all of that external like chatter and noise kind of lures you away from that really like big open heart that maybe you once had. And maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's, it's such an easy thing that happens, you know, in our teens and our early twenties, we have all these giant goals for our life. And then, you know, 
we start to realize like, oh man, adulting is hard. We got to pay the bills. We have to, you know, put money in our retirement. You have to do X, Y, and Z. And then those goals seem farther and farther away, but why not bring them back into the forefront and into the focus? Cause life is too short, you know? So, um, all of those things, maybe you haven't even thought about them in so long. Like there were so many things that I wrote down that I feel like just came out of the depths of my brain that I have not considered. I have not even thought of for a second for years, for years, but it still was back there. Um, so I hope that you find that useful. I hope that you go back and really reflect um, and realize that those goals still belong to you. You still deserve that life that you envision. Um, so let's agree to pick ourselves up, to invest in ourselves, to believe in ourselves and believe that that future version of yourself, you are her and you always have been. You just need to start embodying um, all those values and beliefs and taking those actions. So I hope that you feel worthy. I hope that you feel um, empowered and excited um, and inspired to go make some things happen. All right. So go make some things happen. Let's do it together. Um, have a great week. I will be back next week with more. Um, we have some really cool interviews coming up. I'm just kind of like holding them back um, because I just want to release them in a fun way. So really exciting stuff to come. Have the best week. I'll catch you back next time. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.